Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome back to the Tinder Bundle, where believers come together to kindle their flame of faith. I'm your host, The Wandering Avad, and today we continue through the 21 days of progressive fasting and prayer. Now, today is day 12 of the 21 days, and today's chapter readings actually are a couple. They come from 2 Kings, readings chapter 21 and 22. Now, the verses we will be reading from are coming from 2 Kings 21, verses 19 through 23, and then we're going to skip to Exodus 34, verses 6 and 7. And I read, Amon was 22 years old when he became king. He reigned two years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Malshalumeth, the daughter of Haruz of Yobat. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord, as his father Manasseh had done. So he walked in all the ways that his father had walked. And he served the idols that his father had served and worshipped them. He forsook the Lord God of his fathers and did not walk in the way of the Lord. Then the servants of Ammon conspired against him and killed the king in his own house. Exodus 34 verse 6 and 7. The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abounding in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgressions and sin, by no means clearing the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and the children's children, to the third and fourth generation. Today's devotional thought is called The Family Conflict, Part 2 Shadows of a Generational Curse As we looked at strongholds yesterday, strongholds we experience today, whether mental or physical, don't just appear out of nowhere. There was a first cause and an introduction of it into our lives. If we were to take the simplest biblical perspective, many of our strongholds stem from what we call a generational curse, in which the future generation has to deal with the consequences of the past generation's sin. Therefore, It is something passed down through teaching or even through the bloodline that has never been corrected. But today, we can begin to make that change. Reflecting back on 2 Kings uh, chapter 21, we read about a man named Amon who did evil in the sight of the Lord. And 
his father Manasseh had done as well. The text continues to read that he followed the footsteps of his father, which made him into a bad king. How bad, you might ask? His story ends with him ruling for only two years and having his life ended in his own house murdered by his servants. What a sad tale. The thing is, this is all too familiar of a story. Many of us can relate if we are really honest with ourselves. How many bad habits or erroneous ways of thinking have we learned from our parents? How many challenges do we face because we face what our parents struggled with, but we never knew? It is said, you'll have to face your parents' demons. But how will you know how to face them, battle them, and conquer them if your parents never told you about them? Sometimes we have an idea because we are aware enough to see what they struggled with. But those struggles that were always kept a secret, those are the struggles that will be the hardest for you to tackle. It's not a coincidence that single mothers tend to raise daughters who will never get married. It's no coincidence that a father who struggles with alcohol will have children who are more predisposed to becoming alcoholics. Whatever the challenges may be, depression, promiscuity, pornography, anger, poverty, timidity, and so many more challenges, these are things that have been passed down through teaching or subtle observation because of miseducation or sadly a belief that this is simply how life is. But this couldn't be the furthest from the truth. You don't have to remain under the curse of the past. You don't have to remain poor. You don't have to remain bitter at the world. You don't have to treat everyone disrespectfully. You don't have to challenge everyone. You don't have to sleep around. You don't have to do drugs to calm your nerves. You don't have to do anything that continues to hold you bondage hold you in bondage because you have been set free through Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior scripture writes greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world our God is greater than the curse we just have to have faith and believe and then work at it to make the change As we continue to read on in 2 Kings, we read in the next chapter, chapter 22, that Amon had a son who took the throne. And it writes, Josiah was eight years old when he became king, and he reigned 31 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Yadida, the daughter of 
Adaiah of Boscath. And he did what was right in the sight of the Lord. And he walked in all the ways of his father David. He did not turn aside to the right hand or to the left. Amon's son chose not to follow in the way of his father or his father's father. But he followed in the way of King David, the man after God's own heart. Josiah would reform not only his house, but the kingdom, realigning them back to the path of righteousness. This change of breaking the curse was not only for a boy like him, but it is available to us too. It's true. We have been in some of these patterns and habits for a long time, following in the footsteps of those who came before us. In some cases, we may have even separated ourselves from our families at an early age. And as of a result, as we mature and realize that we have some struggles and thoughts that we can't seem to shake, it is possible that this has been a generational problem, but you never got to understand because of that much needed conversation, it never took place. And so because you never got to understand, this has been a battle that has been passed down through the generations and has landed on you. This is why we need God-guided transparency in the family. We have to reach a spiritual and emotional maturity where we can talk about our struggles and teach those coming after us how to battle them. This is how we break the curse, by working towards making a difference. We should never settle with saying to ourselves, this is just how life is, or what's the point? I've lived this way all my life, or this is just how I am. This is not the words of a believer. Those are the words of somebody who has given up. Everybody wants to improve, but improvement is never easy. Consider building a house. You don't build a house on top of an old existing house, but you tear it down to the bare frame and then start rebuilding on the base foundation. When it comes to ending generational curses, we will have to strip the problem down and then start learning the newer methods to deal with the problem. And if we pull the family together and set the vision and goal in place, everyone can work together to break the curse and set a new course for the family and those generations to follow. This is how we also bring true healing to the family by breaking the curse and introducing life. And that life is through Jesus Christ, our Savior. So whatever you may be battling, if your parents are still alive, 
maybe it's a good time to reach out to them and find out if they shared the same struggle you do. Maybe connect with a sibling and hear what they may have to share to help identify what needs to be broken. The beauty is anyone who is in Christ Jesus has been freed from the curse already. We just have to see it and believe it. Know that this is true. And if we believe it and walk in that truth and don't look back, yes, as God did say, it's true, he will visit the iniquity onto our third and fourth generation. So that may be true. And this may simply be a byproduct of the consequences of our sin. But remember, he also said, he is merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abounding in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving the iniquity and transgression and sin. So if we are willing to repent, pray, and seek his face and turn from our wicked ways, then he will hear from heaven and he will forgive our sins and heal our land. And this is how we break the curse. And this is how we heal our family through truth. So friends, whatever consequence or curse you feel may be overshadowing your life, let today be the day you invite the light of Christ to shine and dispel all the darkness. For today, you have the power to say, in the name of Jesus, my Savior, curse, today you will be broken. See, friends, what we got to remember is the generational curse is something that was passed down even from our first father, Adam. For as Romans writes, through the sin of one man, death entered into the world. He brought the curse of sin into this world. And since then, we've been fighting it generation to generation. Yes, it may spread out differently to everyone, but we all got some form of the curse to face. But I encourage you, my friend, no matter what kind of generational curse you believe you may have, it can all be fought in the name of Jesus if we just choose to say, I will make a change. So friends, as we continue to go through this day, here's some thoughts you can consider. Number one, have you ever wondered why you seem to have a predisposition to any certain negative thing. Number two, have you ever had a chance to speak to your parents about their demons that they have struggled with? Number three, have you considered how your present choices affect the future of your children or those around you? And lastly, 
today, let's pray and ask God to show us how we can break these curses as well as how we can break these bad habits so that we can change the course of our family into the course of salvation and the course of healing. Friends, I hope you were blessed and I hope there were many things for you to think about today. So as we come to a close for this episode, let us have a word of prayer. Oh, great and glorious God, Lord, we thank you that you are a redeeming God. We thank you that despite whatever choices we have made, you have given us an opportunity where we can teshuva, we can repent, and we can turn around and go the other way. So, Lord, we thank you for this wonderful blessing, the blessing of repentance, the blessing of change, the blessing of being reconciled into you, through your son our savior so lord if there is anyone here listening to my voice seech their heart and show them that you are the way to be freed from any cor- curses they are being challenged with for you said who the son sets free is free indeed and we choose to claim this victory and this promise for we believe in you so lord We want to give you praise and glory and say hallelujah for the victory, for the deliverance you have already provided. And Lord, we also pray for all of the sick and all of those in any other form of bondage. And we ask of you to give them your freedom. And Lord, we thank you for the cross because if it weren't for the cross, we wouldn't have this chance. So thank you, Lord. And please continue to bless us. And Lord, We continue to give you honor and glory for all you have done for us. And we pray these words in no other name but the mighty name of Yeshua, Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Blessings and blessings upon you all. And may you all have a fruitful and blessed day. Everybody stay safe, stay blessed, and Godspeed, my friends.